Open up that crystal Pepsi and get comfortable. This is Dope Nostalgia. Please bear in mind that Wikipedia is not to be taken as actual 100% fact. Any donkey could edit it at any time. If I'm reading you the artist's bio, that stuff is real truth. Love's Alright is the third musical studio album by comedian and singer Eddie Murphy. The album was released on February 23rd, 1993 by Motown Records and was produced by Murphy, David Allen Jones, and Ralph Hawkins. It was a critical and commercial failure, only making it to number 80 on the top R&B hip-hop albums chart. Two singles were released, What's Up With You, whose music video is patterned after the album cover and features Michael Jackson, and I Was A King, featuring Shabba Ranks. The album did not chart well on the billboard charts and that's pretty much all the wiki says for the most part Kendra's here with me today to take a walk back into 1993 and review this album welcome Kendra to uh, another episode of dope nostalgia how you been I'm good I'm good how are you good the people need to know what you've been up to what I've been up to, I have been sitting on my ass for a month because I had surgery on my foot. Aha! Uh-huh. So you and I were uh, surgery buddies at the same time. Every time we go out anywhere, it's like <laughs> oh yeah, crutches it's, it's, and slings and <laughs> it's an interesting, interesting time for sure. <laughs> that uh, it could be a little dangerous too. <laughs> <laughs> that one night we went out to the wrestling match and almost yeah. got trampled on. That was fun. The crazy lady <laughs> fell on on you like at least once, almost twice. Then yeah. she almost fell on me, and then we were like, hey, "We got to get away from this bitch." Yeah, but uh, my cat like reflexes kept me safe, and then we moved. <laughs> so we were smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. So I mean, it's like we try to go out and do things socially, and. <laughs> You know, it's just dangerous. <laughs> it's a little bit tricky. Um, yeah. But uh, it's it's good. We're healing. You're on the healing path now. So am I. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm at seven weeks now since surgery. And uh, holy crap, this bone better be healed. I tell ya. <laughs> you. It still like, hurts. It's, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, bone healing, like, processes, it, it takes so long. Like, and it just, yeah, especially it's like, like I'm getting older and yeah. I'm really trying to get in the collagen and the calcium and the vitamin D and just try to get a lot of that in me. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but I mean, a lot of the pain, the pain itself isn't actually the break. It's the muscles around the break. Yeah. Or the no, other I... muscles that are compensating for, for the shoulder that's not moving. Oh yeah. man. I, I hear you like limping for a month now. My like hip hurts my knee hurts my back hurts i'm like god i've never felt so old and i'm not even 40 yet so (laughs) it's true and one thing i gotta tell people out there is if you see somebody in a sling don't pat them on the shoulder 
just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> I've never realized that's such a basic part of human interaction. We all touch each other's shoulders all the time. It's so true. If you see them so in the true. sling, it doesn't mean like their forearms hurt. It could mean that their shoulder is the part that's hurt. So don't touch it. I, I <laughs> also think it. I also think that doctors need to make those slings like neon pink or orange or something so that they stand out. I need like, to wear a sign. <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> Honestly, I need to wear a sign. But I mean, I don't mean to say that in any rude way, because I mean, the thing is, is there's people are just being lovely. You know, they're just showing love and friendship. Oh, yeah. You know? They're just patting you on the back and or whatever. But then you're like, ah, Ow. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Then they feel really awful and horrible about it. And you're like, it's OK. It's OK. <laughs> oh, I know. But, but it's like, I'm, I know you. I know you meant well. I know you didn't mean to. I know you don't want to make them feel bad, but you feel bad because it hurts. And then it's just like a like vicious cycle of. Yeah, it's a vicious. <laughs> so just as my public service announcement yes. for, for today, be careful. Very important. Just be careful. All right. So last weekend, now we watch these movies together all the time on YouTube. We all get together. You, me, Jimmy, Mikey, our friends get together and go on Zoom when we're not going out for the night, <laughs> but, but we'll, we'll drink together drink. on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, which is the best way to drink because you don't have to drive anywhere. But anyway, we'll watch YouTube videos that each of us pick and we call it Guilty Pleasures Night. You don't have to feel guilty about it. Just pick something you want to share and watch with everybody, you know, and we enjoy it and we love like checking out each other's videos and stuff. So anyways, we were waiting to start up Guilty Pleasures and I was watching uh, Eddie Murphy videos from when he hosted Saturday Night Live, December 2019. Yeah, it was like the first time he'd been back to SNL in like 35 years. Holy shit. And uh, for some reason we got on the whole, oh, he made music. What? <laughs> yeah people forgot about that <laughs> yeah i'll know party party all the time i feel like I, everybody knows I'm, that song i know that one for sure for sure and party all the time is a fucking bop it is a it is a bop that's actually it's, one i really like it's quite enjoyable. especially like i used to hear it at karaoke and it was always such a blast mm. the one thing that i've never understood about eddie's murphy's music career though is is he serious or is this like, is he seriously trying to be a serious artist? I literally wrote that down on my notes when I was listening to this album. Cause that's I was my number like, one question. I can't, I, I, I think that's the number one question for anybody who listened to this album. Cause they're like, you know, knowing Eddie Murphy and knowing that he's, you know, usually like in, in film and comedy, um, you kind of automatically think that he's going to do like a comedic album, especially when you had people Which like Adam has, Sandler but... back in the day too, doing like his stuff. Like you automatically think that it's going to be funny, but this album, I was definitely confused <laughs> to say. The and least. the thing is you'll see it in the categorization. Sometimes they still put this under comedy. Now, before we get there, just to let everybody know we're a 90 centric podcast you probably know that already so we are going after his album that he put out in 1993 on motown records called loves all right this is the third musical album that eddie did i always thought he had only done one the one with party all the time in the 80s but no i definitely did not know about this either 
And this that, album is turning 30 years old in five days. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he sang. I figured it was something he did once as a side project and had fun with it. And that was it. But the fact that he's put out so much music, I was like, he must be serious about it. Must be. But like, it, you just, sometimes you really don't get the vibe that it's serious. <laughs> like I, well, even looking at the album art. Yeah. It, does, well, it doesn't look serious. Now, if you pull up a picture of the album art, it doesn't look serious, but it looks just like the was up with you video. Yeah, it's it totally the same does. stuff. And it's very, very Michael Jackson like. Yes. You know, he you could tell you could just smell Michael Jackson all over this. Now yes. I love Eddie Murphy. I am a huge, huge fan. So before we go into this, I want people to know I absolutely adore him. I think he's hilarious. He's just awesome. But like, I just don't okay. He's trying to do some kind of like a new Jack swing R and B type thing with this album r&b hip-hop thing um the, there was two singles released was up with you it's like it's all one word was up with you and then a song called i was a king featuring shabba ranks um which the album that did surprises not... me that that was the second or the other one that was the single because that that was i felt <laughs> like there was better songs on the album than that one the album didn't do well no. <laughs> Let's just say it didn't it didn't sell well. It didn't get rated well by critics. Um I I don't know if we're gonna do this track by track. I just remember certain things that I'd love to talk about and we can listen over again. Yeah. Um, one of those things that I think is really important to note is yeah. So track number one called Yeah. <laughs> now when I first started listening to it, I was waiting for it to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, totally. Me too. I figure all this ad living like, yeah, 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 yeah. All and it just doesn't stop. It's the whole song. The whole song is that. And it's all yeah. different artists doing it. I was wondering because I'm like, where are all like is it it gave me like boy band vibes because there's all these different parts. And I'm like, but there's nothing but yeah or yes or yeah. And I'm like and then I'm like looking at like the people that are featured on this album. I'm like, holy, there's a lot of people. <laughs> okay, we're going to put the song on and uh, go through. The, here's the list of artists that appear in the song. Yeah. As far as I understand, um, he had these people uh, part of the Yeah Foundation, which is a charitable group that Murphy founded. So all these people took part to help that charity. And they're all singing some variation of the word yeah in the track. Um, some of those voices are quite distinguishable. Some not quite sure. Um, but this is the list of people. Um, Howard Hewitt, Teddy Pendergrass, Richie Sambora, Paul McCartney, Patti LaBelle, Michael Jackson, MC Hammer, Luther Vandross, Julio Iglesias, John Bon Jovi, Johnny Gill, Janet Jackson, Heavy D., Garth Brooks, En Vogue, Emmanuel Lewis, Elton John, Barry White, Babyface, Amy Grant, and Aaron Hall. Wow. That is that's a huge a, that's a resume. Huge yeah. Holy, that's some star power. So uh, we're going to take a listen to the track here. And then uh, as it plays, you can just kind of identify who's One, who. Two, three. Can you hear it? Yeah. 
want these names in front of us. Stevie. MC Hammer. Totally, yeah. Luther Vandross. That's Luther. That's Michael.
it's ridiculously hard to split all that up and, yeah. and figure out who's who. Because I, I never heard Garth Brooks or Elton John, I don't think. I think I might have heard Elton once. Garth Brooks, I didn't recall hearing at all. Yeah. Some voices I might have gotten confused with others, but certain ones do stand out because they're so distinct. Yeah, like Patti LaBelle. There's no way you yeah. can ever deny. You're not going to confuse Patti LaBelle and Janet Jackson's voice. No. <laughs> but also, like, I don't know if I heard Amy Grant, and she's supposed to be in there, and she has a very distinct voice. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true. Maybe they were, like, doing, like, backup harmonies or something. Maybe. Definitely but... heard Bon Jovi. Um, yeah oh yeah and luther has a very distinguishable voice too and Luther very Bandos. white too i'm pretty sure he was like the low end on oh yeah ones. so it just it it's it's difficult to listen to not only because everybody's running over each other but it's also it's that anticipation where you're waiting for the song to go somewhere and it never goes anywhere especially when you have a lineup like that you couldn't come up with something with more lyrics <laughs> like i think it's cool the idea that they got them all doing their own kind of vibe on the yeah but like if you did that as like like you said the beginning and amped it up to something mm -hmm. i'm like it, it had the potential to be a really good freaking song but i'm like yeah there's it, it was several tracks on this album that have the potential to be awesome songs but something oh, falls cool. flat or short yeah, like there's just, it doesn't go anywhere. Like some of it just got kind of boring because it's like, it starts off with a vibe and you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then it just never leaves that. It never goes anywhere. Were there any songs in particular that you uh, were like, yeah, this is cool. I like it. Um, I, I actually did like the one he did with Michael Jackson, that What's Up With You. What's Up? <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was catchy. And I I think that has a lot to do with like Michael Jackson being Michael Jackson, that it just like there's there's a vibe about it and there's like, you know, a catchiness that you, you kind of just get into. But to be yeah. honest, the majority like of it, I was just like, Wow, like what is all this? <laughs> to be honest. I'm that like, is a good song. It's the video that makes it all weird, but like yeah. I do like that song. What's up with you? I, um, yeah, it's like super catchy. I think that one was probably my favorite.
Dope Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So please join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. TGIF. Neat movie screen. Did our mascot mouse Friday bring it? Don't mention that mouse. But I'll mention that next is our show, Full House, and then after that is the new show, Family Matters. Yeah, and don't forget Perfect Strangers and just the ten of us. I love Friday. Aw, oh, so do we. Come on, America, hug your TV set. It was a good single, obviously, having Michael Jackson as part of it. I also think I hear Michael Jackson in more than that song. And yeah, I think I hear him in other tracks a bit too, possibly. I totally like, uh, got that too. Like whether it, it was like his influence on like what Eddie was doing or like if he was actually a part of it, like there's definitely Michael Jackson vibe on this album for sure. And there's not a lot of information out there about the creation of this album and the production and all of that to really let us know how involved Michael was all yeah. we really know for sure is that he was in it they are very good friends it's possible that Michael worked on the whole thing we just you know if anybody out there knows <laughs> tell us but like Don't call, even the hotline doesn't exist anymore I got rid of it because oh, nobody was calling none of you call it <laughs> as long as you're listening to the show that's what matters we love you we love I you uh yeah uh, honestly I, I i'm not surprised that you can't find a whole lot because i even tried to look up some of the lyrics and like couldn't find the, any lyrics on it for uh, the one song particularly because i was trying to figure out what he was singing yeah like, i don't i don't know what this is about <laughs> yeah no it would be nice to understand what some of the lyrics were about there's a song number track number four now i don't know how to pronounce it desdemona or 
dead yeah I don't know. that's the one that, i was trying to find the lyrics to <laughs> i think I he's like, singing about a girl with that name i that's what i was get i was getting too but i was like i can't understand some of the lyrics so i was trying to find it sorry that was loud but this song doesn't it start off nice it does. You know, it gives me like kind of like like Bobby Brown type vibes. I like it. I like how it starts. Mm-hmm. And I like that chord selection there, but I believe Michael Jackson's There's some cool singing harmonies in, in it too. He's got some nasalness sometimes. Yeah. There. Yeah. But sometimes his voice can be very pretty. Yeah. It's not... Michael's definitely in that harmony. Did you hear it? Yeah. yeah. Right, let me just go back because I couldn't shut my mouth long enough to listen. Yeah. You can hear... Michael's tone, you can hear it. They spelled it wrong on Spotify. It's Desdemona, not Dedemona. I, yeah, I was like, it sounds like they're saying something different. Desdemona, not dead. Stupid Spotify, get your shit together. You make so much money. Okay, so that song's all right, but there's not really a chorus to it. Well, that's the like, thing. That's that. That's totally what I I was meaning too. Was like you you get a vibe and you're like, okay, I'm feeling it, and then it just goes nowhere. Like, I'm like, it's got a cool vibe and it got some cool harmonies, but then like where's like the chorus that might take it somewhere, you know, like here's the hardest thing to listen to on the entire album. It's in the song called One, track number nine, at the very end. Please tell me you noticed this. Let me go right to the end here. Listen. flat as hell i'm like it's so pitchy yeah i remember when i was listening to this i was like yeah i know like back in the day like there was no auto tuning but like it's almost like it was on purpose yeah because there's no way that a, a producer would would put that out if they didn't do it on purpose yeah you think they would make them redo that and make sure that it was at least closer to the actual note but i'm like yeah that's way off (laughs) (laughs) i'm like what is happening and i'm like is it me what's happening here it's surprising the number of plays on this album on spotify it's it's so low like (laughs) some of the tracks only have like two three four thousand plays period right so people just aren't listening to it well i i i can't really say that I can't see why, but you know, like, like, like you said, it's kind of sad because there is so much potential for some of the stuff to be really good. It, I think that mm-hmm. there's just a lack of, um, you know, like good songwriting as in general with it. It's like, oh, we have a good idea. That's good enough. <laughs> it's you good know? enough. We'll just leave Let's, it there. We'll just leave it like that. <laughs> I, I don't see anywhere online where I can find out who wrote what. Um. I feel in the same hand that if Michael Jackson was involved in the whole project, that it would be better. 
I I would think so too. That the writing would be stronger. Yeah. Because that man could write a song. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah. Like, you know, regardless of what anyone thinks of Michael Jackson, we all know he was talented. So yeah. I I just I I don't know. That, so that was really hard to listen to at the end of that song. But I think the best vocal performance I think I heard on this album might have been this song called Always in Love. Oh, yeah. That's the one where he's got like a really, really bassy tone and then he jumps yeah. up for the chorus. Yeah. I was actually like quite surprised at the range. Isn't it nice? Yeah. It's like, yeah, his his voice sounds really good in this. And you'll notice he has a very fast vibrato too, especially in his lower range, which usually it's like your vibrato's slower in your lower range. Yeah. I like his tone there. Mm. Sometimes he uses a nasally tone like we talked about earlier, but this is yeah. better. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, he's got such a round tone down there, but then he gets up to his higher, it's all in Voice teachers. <laughs> but this is good. Yeah. Right here. That might be yeah, one of the best songs on the album. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, it, it's nice. Like that transition into his like higher register. It stays rounded and warm. Like, like you mm -hmm. said, it doesn't get into that nasal tone and it like all around it just, I definitely think that is the better song on the album. I think it's more well thought out melodically. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's better written. He sounds great on it. He just has a very, he doesn't have a lot of power as a singer. Yeah, he doesn't sing with a lot of power, but I think that it's songs like this that was like really confusing me because you get like, yeah, where mm -hmm. the whole song is literally. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this is obviously a comedy. <laughs> this is a comedy album. Like I was laughing at it. I thought it was supposed to be a joke. And I then, thought so, too. I know. And then I'm like, and then I'm listening to this one. I'm like, this one sounds like it's supposed to be serious, but I'm confused. I think, now. I think most of the time he's serious. Like, he, I think like he's really trying to make good music. But once we get to like track 10, oh, this is this song annoys the shit out of me. Oh, I did not like this one at all. <laughs> Called Flower Child? Yeah. It's weird. It just doesn't, and it doesn't, it's so I different literally... than Eddie Murphy's image. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> the whole song. I can't bop to this. He uses falsetto a lot, eh? Yeah. There's that nasal shit again. Um, <laughs> but then he ends the, the album with two covers. I don't, And the very last one, it seems like it's completely out of left field of the whole vibe of the album. Right. I was like, what? Like, it's funny because I was listening, when I was listening to this album, I was listening to it with my wife and she was listening to it she's like this isn't the same album i'm like no it is and she's like no it's not i'm like no it is so are you sure and she had to look because she was just like that doesn't seem like it belongs there well in general the whole album loves all right kind of has the same themes like you can tell it's kind of like the same 
uh, all together on the same like unit, except Hey Joe, which is a cover yeah. of fuck. Why is his name escaping me right now? Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Sorry. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. I- a cover of Hen- Hendrix. Dude, I just blanked on that so hard. But yeah, it, so it's a cover of Hendrix, and it's not great. It's no. Not. It's not. I don't know why he would have picked that cut. Maybe he has a reason. Maybe he has a big fandom of Jimmy. He maybe he loves the song. He had his reasons to pick it, but I don't know how it fits either. I yeah, no, it definitely like it seemed like it came out of left field. And it it was actually really funny speaking of like JD listening to it with me. And she was just like, You should totally uh when you're on the, the podcast, you should say just like how bad I thought this album was. <laughs> she's like, she's like, and Eddie Murphy just put it like, out there. JD thought just, it was terrible. He thought it was terrible. And she's like, and really, he's not that great of a singer. I'm like, well, you know, Naomi likes to try and keep things pretty positive on her show. She's like, well, God love you. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> and I laugh. So I do try hard. to keep things positive on the show because, like I said, and I started it off saying I'm a fan, and I'm ending it saying I'm a fan of Eddie's. I admire that he tried to do something. If this was something that spoke to his heart, then good for him. But I just a lot of it I don't quite understand. Yeah, like which is a shame because the thing is, is like I definitely don't think that this is like showcasing his vocals at all so i could totally see like why you know Jamie always was, in like, love it's, that's the only one that's good for his voice yeah and i'm like you know but the thing is is i i do think that he is or has the potential to be a better singer because like he was in that movie uh dream girls mm-hmm. um with jennifer hudson and like i, I actually yeah. really liked his singing in that movie and i was like but the material that he was singing was so good. So like, I mm-hmm. think that, that that's kind of the bummer about this is I think that the the writing was not very good. The direction of the whole album wasn't very good, C- considering mm-hmm. that I think the general consensus was like with most people, like, is this serious? Is this comedic? If you want it to be serious, I think that, you know, all, working on even um his his tonal quality uh, across the board. Cause sometimes I think that nasal tone comes mm-hmm. across as comedic. Whereas if, if he had more songs, yeah, like the ones where he was like more rounded, like that, uh, um, the always in love song, I think it would have been better. I think the whole thing is what you said. It screams potential everywhere, but just falls flat. And not totally. just at the end of that one song. <laughs> yeah. The song called One, that one, one. song. That one flat, song. Flat, flat, flat. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you want to know more about Eddie Murphy's musical career, it's actually quite extensive. Um, his debut album came out in 1985 called How Could It Be, which featured the Rick James produced track Party All the Time. Sometimes I wonder when, you know, on on the Chappelle show, when Charlie Murphy, Eddie's brother, was going through the Charlie Charlie's uh, Real Hollywood stories or whatever, his memories. Mm. The yeah. Rick James, bitch. That whole, <laughs> I think that might have been around that, his experience around that time with Rick James being in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he had that album. He had blah, 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 blah. Loves All Right in the early 90s. That was 93, the one we just, reco- we just covered. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Let's see what else. He sang a song on Coming to America, but he sang it in character, so that doesn't count. He sang the monkeys I'm a believer in Shrek when he plays oh, Donkey. Yeah. Donkey. <laughs> yep. Um he plays a few songs or does a few songs on those albums or yeah. He's working. Oh, get this. This is exciting, you guys. Okay, first of all, 2013, he put out a song with Snoop Dogg called Red Light. You can find the music video out on YouTube. It's out there. But what's really exciting is that he has a new album coming. Like He's literally, he's made new music and he's working on new music now. Wow. Well, that yes. should be interesting. <laughs> he's working on new music. Um, Let me just take you back here. Um, ooh. It's called Temporary. Eddie Murphy's Temporary is already out on iTunes. It says January 14th. Do they still call it iTunes? I, I thought it was Apple, Apple Music. Apple Music. So this makes me wonder, what year was this? Is this old? And I'm like, yeah, was it? Which January was this? Was this which like year? recent? <laughs> but he said he's working on a new album called Nine. That's what Wikipedia says. We have to actually oh. talk to Eddie. I'll just call him up and ask. Yeah, you know, you know, I'll send him a message. You know, and I, one thing I want to comment too on that I absolutely love is his bromance with Arsenio Hall. Oh yeah, I love them. They're just so cute. Okay, it doesn't say anything about what year this uh, Eddie Murphy's temporary. Maybe I'll Google that because it doesn't say anything about it in his wiki either. And in the picture, he's playing a guitar yeah this is it, why i think he's serious well that that vibe of that picture definitely seems more serious oh, that was a 2014 that was 2014 that january oh okay <laughs> so he hasn't updated his youtube page in a while <laughs> could be all the movies he's been doing instead you know yeah he's also an amazing comedian so there's that oh well, i think that uh you know Fucking that's legend. what he's he's better known for that anyways but <laughs> anything you want to say about this album before we wrap up this episode um you know i had never heard this album before i had only ever heard uh party all the time so i didn't realize that he did uh more music so it was it was definitely interesting to go through and listen and uh i'm always down for you know trying out new stuff and listening to new stuff you never know right wasn't my favorite you never Uh, know you never know it wasn't my favorite but uh, i still love eddie murphy too i think he he's a brilliant comedian and i i kind of wish that he would do more comedy because i think that maybe that might be more a shtick but you know if if he were to if he if his new album comes out i i do hope if he is gonna keep doing the serious thing that he does lean in more to that that range in that one song uh always in always love because uh you know i think that'll that'll work out better for him but you know in my humble Agreed. opinion because who who the hell am i like really i'm sitting in my you know just don't don't redo anything like flower child please yeah leave that one off desdemona is pretty cool you know that, that vibe was cool yeah and uh i guess we'll end it on uh this
Bye. Bye. <laughs> Social media, yeah, we've got it. Send us an email. Dope Nostalgia Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter, Nostalgia Dope. Or on Insta, Dope underscore Nostalgia. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.